1: at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071.
3: Show my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Friday. Julia back on Monday. Holly is in with us today. And if it's a Friday and it's about this time, it could only mean one thing.
0: You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia to beat Beach. Shazam! Shazam. So
3: Holly will play in place of Julia today. As we take a trip through the decades. By the I, way, Donnie, people yes? are
2: so happy that we stopped the drop the lyric. The lyrics. You're thing. welcome. No, people are real, yeah, real I, happy. I'm glad they made tweeted that decision.
3: us. <laughs> okay.
2: We were oh. vexing people. Yeah. Put <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> it mildly. Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, here what is, is this your, game again? <laughs> <laughs> How many
3: weeks, months have we been doing this, Donnie. I need you to. Who's on first? I, that's I, right. Really, I need you to identify the artist of the following songs. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Here's song number one.
0: Hot Town
1: Summer in the City. Holly. Yes, Holly. Oh, I don't have to say my name. No, you don't. Okay, the holidays, <laughs> sorry. The, the Love and Spoonful. Oh. Yes, yes. The oh, Love and Spoonful. Right? I don't know the rules of this game. That's right. right? You
3: don't need to say your name. Yeah. No. Okay, oh, so, we so just yes, blurt. So Love and Spoonful. Well, we good blurt. job, Holly. Yeah. Doing uh, Summer in the City. Okay, here is your uh, next song. I need you to identify the person singing this. Uh, here we go.
2: I never laid a hand on you. My eyes are you. It's, uh, is it Eric Carman? Oh. It's some I 70s. Somebody with time. chest hair. Lots <laughs> yeah. of it. Tufts. So tufts. Yeah. So sure oh, who is it? Oh,
3: Lori, I can't believe you're not getting this.
2: It's, it's, oh. Is it like Paul Anka or no, something like oh, that? Who, who, wait, you, we gotta Laurie, give it a guess. Okay, go ahead. Frankie Valley
3: Frank there finally you got oh, it Frankie Valley
2: nice.
3: I mean how many times have you sung for Friday can't you can't take my eyes off of you
2: Yeah but that was not that song
3: I know but it's still Frankie Valley <laughs> Yeah well, but
2: he sounded know, really
1: produced in that one Yeah. That was very 70s very well, that's 70s That's when the song
3: was up. So, All right. Okay so Thank you so t- Hi <laughs> <up. laughs> <scores, Ooh, laughs> very exciting
2: Scores tied
3: 1 to 1 here we go from the
2: 80s Oh, this
1: is um um I can see the no. band Jay Giles. That's it. Yes. Not the outfielders, is it? That- Of a band, yes, the outfield was a band. band. What did they sing? They had a uh,
2: your Your love or something, they had a couple of hits, yeah. All right, so uh, two to one, I saw them at the rib fest one year when they used to have that downtown Minneapolis. (gasps) Oh, oh,
1: Oh, look at you, Lori, showed up. I
2: saw the outsiders at rib fest back (laughs) with Joan Jet was one of the bands. Oh (laughs) my god,
3: okay, two to one in favor of Lori as we move into where where are we here, the 90s? I don't know, uh, no, the tooth, it doesn't matter (laughs) who's this.
2: that's Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler, a little runaround. They were like the
1: hugest band for like a year. Just that one album album. with the green cover.
3: Yep, Blues Traveler.
1: I'm sure they're playing a rib fest somewhere (laughs)
3: Somewhere. in the lower 48 states. They probably are. Maybe a casino. Uh All right, here is your next one. This is from the 2000s. Identify the band.
2: Never made it as wise, oh, oh we know this Nickelback bag yes.
3: yes. yes. Nickelback. Rah.
2: Saw <laughs> them at uh, the festival that they used to have downtown Minneapolis, the outside festival, the Mill City. They had that oh, lasted like they? a couple of years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry for the time that you lost. And you know, I stage. was sorry. I, who was the band um, that played when before Block, After he was turned down and all the good bars were gone, it was an empty parking lot. It's the band from Chicago, The Pumpkins, Smash oh, Pumpkins. Pumpkins, and they played outside yeah. in that parking lot. Yeah, it, it was just a. It was all torn down. Nothing had been built yet. Oh, I got concert oh, memories for really <laughs> days dope. and days. All
3: right, the last one is a, a song from a movie, hit song from a movie, okay. and I need you to give me the name of the movie that contained this song. I believe
2: I can fly. Oh, is this R. Kelly? I I
3: it is R. Kelly. But what was the movie?
1: Molly, oh. do you know? It Swing is window, the 1996 Classic starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. Name? Space Jam.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Space Jam! Yeah. (laughs) I would have never. Got that in a million years. Yeah. I'm quite sure I never saw
1: Space Jam. Well, I'm, I'm I, positive that you have never seen yeah. Space Jam, Lori. There would be no reason I, on this planet. No, you
3: wouldn't have. I mean, I saw it because I took my kid. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Space Jam was the name of that.
2: Wow. Okay. So uh, <laughs> R. Kelly hasn't gotten any radio or, like, for a long uh, time. Well, no, oh, geez, I, no. I, wonder I wonder why. why that yeah. Yeah. I but I that song why. is so great. It is but, a good
3: song. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah. 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 What was the um, final score? Did it was
2: four to Four to two. So if I had gotten that, it would have been tied. Where was our tiebreaker, Donnie? You know, you
3: guys leave me alone with the (laughs) tiebreaker.
1: The
2: tiebreaker. I'm just saying. You know. (laughs) You know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> no right, good time yeah, Good times. Thanks, uh thanks for checking in with us on Facebook too for Oh yeah, yes. like,
1: Get the yeah. visual element yeah, going on.
2: Just really their Friday isn't complete until they see the action going on in here. Ooh, oh not. yeah, Why would right. It
1: be? Sell it. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: You know uh, who got a Super Bowl commercial and I'm shocked. I I guess I shouldn't be because she does really she works it on social media. Busy Phillips.
1: I'm not surprised at all. Her Instagram, she is constantly on She is. On She's Instagram. part of an Oil of Olay
2: commercial with all kinds of people. Uh, retired astronaut Nicole Stott, Lily Singh, Katie Couric, P. Henson. Yeah. They're astronauts. Right, i Is it cute? It is cute.
1: Yeah. Are they hydrating in space? Uh, well, <laughs> well, well it, it's, it's more about
3: female empowerment. And they're trying to uh, encourage yeah. Twitter
2: users when that air ads to use the hashtag make space for women yeah. and then they'll donate a dollar to Girls Who Code. There you go. Sure. So that's yeah, good. It's, it's, that's
1: it's it's nice. Cute.
2: One of them she, says, do you have the keys? And she says, I thought you had the keys. Yeah, no, you know, it's a
1: spaceship. Yeah. 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 also <laughs> done commercials. I think she did some for Old Navy. Yes. yes this yes, past did. year. Yeah. And she's still on the camp pain trail to get somebody to pick up Busy Tonight. You know, uh, that
2: show was cute. I don't know. It
1: needed a little more time. Give it, it a full calendar year, because those daily talk shows take some time to work out oh the rhythm gosh. and the kinks yeah. and all of that stuff. I felt like they cut that, that they show cut short. It way too short. Night. It
2: couldn't have cost very much to even produce. No. Or make. No. E! is running a full day of uh, Sex and the City reruns on Sunday for people who
1: don't want to oh, watch football. Oh,
2: that's good counter-programming. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, except when you watch the Sex and the City episodes on E! they cut out all the good stuff. They well, do cut
2: out all the yeah. good stuff. Yeah, you're right about that. Which,
3: <laughs> technically, they don't have to do. I know, they do Because don't. it's cable.
1: It no. is. It's
2: so, so weird. there's no FCC regulations Unless on cable. Unless they have... Have got it that way like that they have the cleaned up versions uh, and they don't yeah, yeah. good yeah. point yeah. that okay. that might be mm-hmm. what it is and you don't be surprised when you see uh, a Super Bowl commercial starring Carolyn Manzo and Teresa Giudice because they're in one together
1: uh, yay. Yeah. yay yeah well they
2: they had beef and Carolyn hasn't been on the Real Housewives of New Jersey in like you know eight years something like that but yeah they're they, oh, okay. they're in a commercial together I have no idea what it's about I think it's but, for hummus but uh, hummus, yes,
3: hummus. I think it's for Sabra hummus. I could be imagining that, but I thought I saw it.
2: Yeah. So we <laughs> are you know, living in housewives. strange <laughs> times. Yeah, are. the housewives getting the Super Bowl.
1: I mean, that's going to be a good paying gig. Get it while you can, Teresa, because she's been doing all the spawncon on her Instagram account. I think that boob job story was a total spawn con oh, plan. Was it? She was sitting next to the doctor, uh-huh. and that they were all smiling together. And it's
2: weird to me how people get.
1: Boob jobs or they talk
2: about it or act like it's you know going to get your eyebrows tattooed on or dyed or something oh, right. like it's no big deal and, to like
1: yes it's yes. so strange to me yes or any of that kind of thing yeah. it's like farrah abraham yeah. rolling in with her her bits downstairs just like i'm gonna go and pick up my groceries yeah. i'm gonna go and <laughs> like so do- oh. all
2: right listen we come back it's time for random thoughts
1: did you miss hollywood speak you can always find it on the podcast download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast
4: you know i saw this story the other day Did you ever notice that you know sometimes i wonder what would happen if
3: and now julia's random thoughts
4: he looks like that puppet i don't know
2: he's had cheeky implants it's just random that's all it is Wandom. Okay, so
1: uh, we're less than twenty-four
2: hours away from thirty-one days of Oscar celebration at TCM Turner Classic oh, Movies. Okay. So,
1: all right.
2: Even though the Oscars are a week from Sunday, uh, they're gonna. That's what they do all month, and it is kind of. I do love those. I love turning Classic movies. If
1: you want to watch an old movie during the Super Bowl, you can watch Lassie Come Home, The Private Lives of Elizabeth in Essex, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Those are all going to be on Super Bowl Sunday. Fantastic. (laughs) If you are a dog
2: lover and you're interested in meeting someone to fall in love with, we've got a dog park meets a beer hall. It's called Hounds and Hops. And it's opened in, it's on Lindale in South Minneapolis. Oh, nice. So um, it's Minnesota's only dog bar. It's right next to the Minneapolis Farmer's Market. So it's a warehouse space that's two-thirds off-leash play area for your canine companions and one-third enclosed bar and eating area. And you can watch the play area from behind soundproof glass. So you don't have to hear the barking. Mm-hmm. And once the weather warms up, there'll be an outdoor space for dogs to romp and roam. A staff of trained referees yeah. <laughs> are on hand, but there's lots of... you got to register your dog and sign a waiver form and, you know,
1: yeah, because all that stuff. I, as much as I love dogs, the mixing of the open-leash dog area and people drinking... Has a, li- a slight, just a slight concern. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer on well, this story. Well, admission
2: is six ninety nine per dog, so, you know. You People can't. have to be invested in actually bringing their dogs here. Yes, there are monthly and annual memberships available. And Unleashed is open, um, you know, Tuesday through Sunday. The dog park bar is closed on Monday. The referees and everybody else needs to take a break. But I think that's kind of a cute idea. It is
1: a cute idea. There are a lot of places around the Twin Cities, breweries and other places that will allow you to bring your dog in. in. Used to do trivia at yeah. uh, a place in the North Loop and people would always bring their pups and then oh. they'd be part of the team. And it was super that's cute. cute. An super cute. Uh <laughs> Did they what, Danny? Did
3: the dogs give any
1: answers? No, unfortunately, they had a rough go of it. Oh, Mm -hmm. funny. Rough. Okay. Now, (laughs) would
2: you you. buy this? Kraft is now selling one pound bottles of mac and cheese powder. Sick. Yeah.
1: Sick. Why? What do you need that for? Well,
2: you can put it on pasta, popcorn, vegetables. Some people really like that powder from the Kraft mac and cheese. You know, the uh, the little box. Oh.
1: Oh, I don't know why that just sounds... Something about it sounds revolting, even though the cheese powder on popcorn at the movie theater Is basically that. Is basically that. Yeah. I don't... Okay, sure. I'm, all right. All right. I'm going to go with it. You can Say get yes. a
2: sauce or sprinkle. It would be nice, like, if you were, like, a really busy person with little kids and all they want to eat is pasta noodles with cheese sauce... You could at least, you know, you could do different. It'd be fast and easy.
1: Here you go, kid. Here
2: you you go, kid. Well, you know, I know, (laughs) right? I know parents who go, oh, "Oh, I'm going. My kids are only going to eat whatever what I show, you know. And then they have these pure little taste buds, and then you just fold quickly, and you know.
1: It's night seven of hot dogs again, isn't it? I know. All right. Oh, know. Here we go.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Are you, do you guys like using your emojis? Donnie, you've never sent me an emoji. Ever. I haven't
3: sent you, but I've sent other people emojis. Do you? Emojis. Okay. Yes, well, I'm quite good at it, We've got actually.
2: some new emojis that are coming. You know, the Unicorn Consortium, which is a group that runs the official set of emojis that are used around the world. We have 117 new ones that are coming this year. We're going to get a fondue pot emoji.
1: Yay, what we've been waiting for since 1972. Finally here. Finally.
2: We're going to get a yellow smiley face wearing Groucho Mark glasses. Okay. platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com yes uh, uh blueberries sure please let them be a pair oh
1: well we already God, have the course. cherries Yeah, I know. we <laughs> have <laughs> the
2: eggplant uh, we uh, have yeah. the blueberries peach. like then you could do blue balls <laughs> you know? thank uh, you for yeah. pointing that out yeah. Yeah. lori we're gonna
3: <laughs> have a seal a seal yeah oh
2: we're like oh, have, oh, seal? Oh, yeah, okay. of that kind mm-hmm. we're gonna have an accordion you know, like I I'm, I'm gonna send it to my friend Jeanette, you know, ooh, poker music this weekend. We, A magic wand, a flip flop. There hasn't been a flip flop. Oh. A roller skate, a feather, a tombstone, and a rock. Let's see, a toilet plunger. Yeah. That's gonna be good. Very useful. <laughs> a pinata. Oh. And a hand making a pinching gesture, you know, like this. Like, oh, oh I like that, I, capi- that was, I
1: wanted to call that the capiche hand. Yeah, the no. capiche Cap- hand. The
2: capiche hand. That's going to happen. We're also getting a toothbrush, a boomerang, a, boomerang, a ladder, and an actual human heart.
3: Oh.
1: The more emojis, the mm, better. better. Yeah. Love just speaking in emojis. Yeah. Love communicating via emojis. Yeah. That is all we are going to be using thirty years from now. I know. <laughs>
3: yeah, probably.
1: And bit yeah. emojis, emojis. Hmm. Donny's not amused.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I like emojis. I can get creative with them.
2: Sometimes. Do you, Donnie? I do. Really? I do. Have you ever talked, you know, in an inappropriate way to anybody? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, Ew. Look at that. Have you? Laurie,
1: why did you bring that up?
2: Well, wait wait a minute. Why did you
1: bring that up? <laughs> it's a, a why is a okay and when a pineapple, brings pineapple up... and
2: a loaf of bread. What is, the hell is that exactly? <laughs> That's what the person who got that from Donnie is trying That's to right. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I I love, I love this story that <laughs> Samsung. They test the phone durability of their phones with a butt-shaped robot. Nice. Because people have their phones in their back pockets all the time. So Samsung created a robot that's shaped like a butt and wears (laughs) jeans to sit on their phones to
1: make sure that they can take the pressure. Is it just the butt? Yeah. Just the butt. So there's no other body parts. It just keeps on sitting sitting down to make sure. Oh, that gets me nervous. Putting the what? phone in the pants pocket. There's too much opportunity of your phone dropping into the toilet. Well, yes, <laughs> definitely. It's just it is too dangerous. You're gonna drop it in, and then you mm. don't know if it's gonna be when you go to sit down or when that's, you go to stand up. And you know that's true. Mm. Have you guys mm. ever tried beefalo?
3: Uh, uh, beef and buffalo meat mixed together? Cow
2: bison. No, no, I
3: haven't tried that. I've had buffalo meat, but not the two. Well,
1: maybe you're going to a Super Bowl party where you will be served oh, a beefalo, beefalo burger. Oh, okay. That's Do you it have is. to make that deliberately, mixing it yourself, or is there someone who's providing there are t-
2: us beefalo? There's 21 states where you can buy it. I have no idea if you can buy it here, but I'm sure you can buy it in Montana, and I'm sure North Dakota and Wisconsin have beefalo.
1: I feel like you can just make it yourself, too. Maybe. The two put together.
2: Do you guys know why mm. the Sumatra oranges are called Sumatra? Those are the rough oranges that are in season right now mm. that have a, a big knob on the yeah. top and a I know I have one rough, those. gordy skin.
3: Because they're from Indonesia?
2: You would think. But no. But no. Oh. oh. <laughs> they are called Sumatra because... Sumo wrestlers in Japan with the top knot. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And then they're kind of round. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that is why the Sumatra, at least according to the Mutti, who probably heard it from Como News at 4, where they have a trivia every day. She decided to pass that along to the Twin Cities.
1: Okay. Well, you're talking about Satsuma. No. Or no? They're different? Tell Sumatra orange. Sumatra oranges. The one oranges. I
2: shared with you today. All right. It's got rough not rough skin. They're in season right now. It's They have delicious. big, huge knobs, and they're real easy to peel. On the you know top or bottom, depending.
1: Well, that's what she said. Yeah, I know. But there you go. <laughs>
3: there. Okay, I don't think that's right. But it's, we'll move on.
2: Are we,
1: D- D- I'm D- not sure D- she got that right. Well, well it's that, a nice, uh, it's, an, it's a beautiful story it, yeah, really, it is. that the muti told us. So we'll just go with it. All right. Sure. Okay. Is it not true? I, I'm
3: not. I think she may have got her facts mixed up. Well,
1: there. then tell us what it well, is. Well, here it
3: says it's of Chinese origin and it's named after Anxiu, China. All right, and introduced to the West via Japan.
2: Well, I like my and those are Satsumas. Yeah, Satsumas, I, right? Yeah, that's different. <laughs> I put in Sumatra
3: oranges, and what comes up is Satsuma. Oh,
2: for God's sake! <laughs> am I totally getting everything There's wrong? There's no such
3: thing as a Sumatra orange. It's a Satsuma orange.
2: Yeah, well, that's well, okay. a classic oh, one. My that's God. A good story. <laughs> good story. Good times. Check back on Monday for more of just like a...
3: Him. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick look at the traffic, which has nothing to do with oranges. Uh, we do have one minor delay, a three-minute delay, 35W northbound due to a crash. That is between the Highway 10 and Ramsey County Road 1 in Mounzou. A minor delay there, but that's it. Elsewhere, it is looking good, as is the forecast for the most part. Apache uh, freezing fog, cloudy 23 tonight, cloudy 36 tomorrow. Maybe a hint of sun on Sunday, but warming up 41. For your high on Sunday. We're still hanging in there. It is uh, 32 on My Talk.
1: On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. so many good songs to choose from. And they
2: can all just segue seamlessly one into another. I you? am just loving it. Oh, Lori is so
1: excited I for am. the big game on
2: Sunday. And I'm going to have a conversation with my mom about her...
1: For, oh, I, for orangery <laughs> knowledge, uh, sumatsu I, oranges. Uh,
3: not Sumatra oranges. I we are it. through the looking down. Sure.
1: Gal- well, here's where the Muti possibly could have been confused. Okay. Is when you look up Sumatra oranges, you see on the Harry and David website that they're called sumo citrus mandarins. Now, that's a registered trademark of Harry and David, yeah. so they kind of Maybe. made that up a little bit, but they i was oh, kind of giving her some grace here in her story. It's so
2: beautiful. <laughs> I know. Well, she is a little hard of hearing in one ear, and so she might have only gotten half the information. You know that girl. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you have ear <laughs> dyslexia. Sometimes yes, you have <laughs> deliberate ear- hearing that you just don't hear. Um, okay, Renee Zellweger, I mean, her Oscar campaign is Nice. I would say, you know, she's got, she's been on a lot of talk shows. I mean, I will say this about the Oscars the four acting categories are 99, 99%, whatever, a shoe in that it'll be Joaquin, Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt, Renee Zellweger, and Laura Dern. But she was on Kimmel last night. First of all, she had on the most gorgeous sequin dress. It was like a turtleneck, Mm -hmm. long sleeve. I thought it was a pantsuit. No, it was, oh, a dress. it was a dress zipped okay. up the back. Just looked like a million bucks. And um, he's like, "Well, you could wear that to the Oscars." And she is really
1: committed to the ponytail. Oh, it's oh, isn't that yeah. great? It's fabulous look. And then she has the emerald uh, the uh, bracelet Bracelets. on. That's a fantastic look. And it's great because when we see Renee Zellweger in the tabloid, she's always just wearing track pants and sneakers.
2: Yeah. No, it's just, it's a fabulous look. She's committed to the ponytail for her Oscars look. She had it at the Golden Globe. She had it at the um, Screen Actors Guild Awards. Now, whether or not she wears the ponytail, but she's been wearing this sort of cheerleader ponytail. And I think it, you know, that and the light makeup, this all a deliberate strategy, but she is giving us good couch on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. Here she is talking. He asked her about... You know, when she won an Oscar in 2004 for Supporting Actress for Cold Mountain, right? Was that it? Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> Here she is. You won Best Supporting Actress Oscar in, what year was that, 2004? I can't remember. 2004, I, I believe, for Cold Mountain. Do you have, like, a um, something that stands out in your memory uh, above all others besides winning the Oscar itself?
4: Uh, it's such a weird moment, you know, that you just remember that your plan to not do that spiral that you see people do on TV when you roll your eyes it just goes out the window (laughs) you're not going to be the geek person who freezes up and can't hear anything it gets emotional and then you know somebody says your name and you hear this like doo and you hope that you don't stumble on the way up I remember somebody was talking, and I guess it was me. Um, and I was looking out at the at the at the audience of you know my coworkers for so many years and friends and you know people I've admired forever and ever. Fan, yes, geek fan in that room, big time. And I remember thinking, my gosh, it's like the Sgt. Pepper's album cover. <laughs> All these famous people just frozen just and and I remember Sean Penn was at twelve o'clock. he was just smiling. I remember. So I was talking, going, that's Sean Penn.
2: Sean Penn. How's it going? The self-deprecating humor that she and Brad Pitt are using is going a long way towards, you know, their whole Oscar, everything. I mean, it's all like a really good way to play it, because at first, oh, I don't remember it, and then she remembers <laughs> specifically where Sean Penn is sitting.
1: He was at my 12 o'clock. 12 it, o'clock. Well, it works for them, because they're both at this point in their career, yes. where they can't necessarily pull off the wide-eyed, aw, shucks, right, right. look at me, I'm the hot on the, the scene. The of the acting
2: community is a good, you know, their fellow, it, it does, it, it, it's really a good, it's a good look. Totally. Um, here, he, then Jimmy Kimmel pulls out what cannot be a good-selling issue of the February issue of Vanity Fair <laughs> with J-Lo, Renee, and Eddie Murphy on the front and more stars on the inside. It's a- a annual Hollywood issue. It is a weird cover. Bikes yeah. on Mars. Yeah. Motorcycles, motorcycles on Mars. Here's what. Here's Kimmel. He pulls it out to ask her about it.
0: You are on the cover of Vanity Fair oh, goodness. this month oh, as part of the... World's least scary biker gang. Were you really on Eddie's back, or is this like pieced together with Photoshop?
4: That I'm telling you, that's the way to meet somebody. Right there <laughs> is it? How are you? <laughs> all right, hop on.
0: Did you have fun? Was he? Was he? Oh, he's
4: so nice. Was so, he so amusing nice. you there? So at fun. The... Yeah. You know, yeah. Just playing some music and singing. He's got a lovely voice. It was fun. And I was just trying to, you know, not put all my weight on him, because just, you know. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. He's I'm a, sitting there I'm trying to be like, you know. <laughs> he's a sturdy man. myself up. I'm sure he could have handled the task. Yes. But I wasn't gonna, you know. We just met.
1: So she was kind of perched on his back. Yes, yeah. Jennifer Lopez was next to them with her own, own motorcycle. motorcycle.
2: Oh, that's right. Her leather beret. I know it, but oh, oh it's did, just
1: not a great cover. Did you get? That issue of Vanity Fair in the mail yet? I would like to put Vanity Fair
2: on notice. I sent them my $28 like a month ago, and I have not gotten. They're very, they don't care about the people who subscribe to the magazine is what I've decided. We pay uh, the most, and they're real bad about sending us Mm. our magazines. Rude. Rude is right. (laughs) Okay, let's hear the last one. We've heard Renee talk about this a million times, but it's worth repeating because she is going to win the Oscar uh, a week from Sunday for playing Judy Garland.
0: A lot of times in these movies, they'll record the the vocal track in a studio, and then you go lip sync. You pretend to be singing, but you really did the singing there in front of everyone each time on camera. That's so much better. I think it's that's the way to go. Did you want to do it like that? Nah. No. No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Definitely not, but Rupert, the director, he thought that that would be better, too. But I didn't think he was serious. I thought I would be able to talk him out of it on the day. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and he, you were unable to talk him out yeah, of it.
4: Yeah, I couldn't talk him out and of it.
0: And did that frighten you, singing oh. live in front of the crew? and oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. To an extreme ec- extent. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, but, you know, that's what a tight schedule is good for, because you don't have a chance, you know, there's no time to sit around and, and you know, try to, you know, I don't know. Think Think about about it too much. Get around it. Yeah. You just got to go do it. And I was lucky. You know, everybody in the audience, all actors. And so by, you know, the time we're doing these performances, we'd all been talking and telling stories and things like that. So suddenly it was, you know, friends. Just friends.
2: So, and did you guys, I know Donnie stopped, but did you see Judy? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, she's so good in it. I mean, she is the movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She is the movie. And I think, you know, like the Hollywood Reporter had an interesting Uh, story about because let's face it the with the four acting nods basically a lock for those four actor actors Joaquin Brad Renee and Laura Dern yeah it is you know kind of a snooze and Joaquin did you notice he went from his rambling speech at the Golden Globe to his speech at the screen actor he recognized his acting community and he specified everybody the other four nominees yes. with examples, and then he humbly singled out Heath Ledger, and then you had Brad Pitt doing the same thing. They they are working with strategists, speechwriters, everything, uh, you know, to to be able to to pull this off, and for months, and it reminded me of. Um, I don't think he's using the same person, but remember a few years ago, maybe f- I don't know, five or six years ago, when Jennifer Aniston, everyone thought she would get nominated for Cake, yes, much like oh. J Lo for Hustler, yep. yep. And apparently, she hired this very expensive strategist, Oscar strategist, to work with, who you know was. Uh, she spent so much money hiring them, and she never even got a nomination. So I'm going to say that Brad is not working with. They might be working with the same stylist, but he didn't hire the same
1: strategist. No, and you can hear that in the content of the speeches. Like you said, Lori, that these people know that they're going to win, and it would it would be shocking. If one of the four individuals that you just named did yeah. not go up on the stage on the Oscars, so it is, it is telling a story. That's what all of these Oscar campaigns are—is yeah. that they're telling a story. Renee has her story. Brad has his. Now and he's using
2: fun to poke. He's using humor and fun to poke fun at kind of the serious. You know that six months ago he had to see his kids with the you know, a counselor present and, you know, he's making fun and that's always a, like a good thing to do, but somebody is helping him do all of that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I bet there's a whole team of people. Yeah. Now going back to what Renee is going to be wearing at the Oscars, Donnie posted some, uh, something interesting, oh. a gallery, Of women who have won Oscars for their acting performances wearing gold. Gold, Do you think Renee's going to wear gold?
2: She would look great in gold, but I would pray that she wears a red lip or just gives us some kind of a lip. Give us some of the people who've won gold.
1: Oh, Meryl, Meryl Streep twice. Okay. There's Liza Minnelli, Charlize Theron. Reese Witherspoon, Helen Mirren, Sandra Bullock. Basically, all the women who have won in the past 15 years have worn gold. So it'll be interesting to see if Renee wears gold two weeks at the Oscars from now. Because that will signal that she's there to win. She's totally there to win if she wears gold. And Laura
2: Dern, let's just pray she just doesn't wear something disastrous. Ah, She's hit or miss in the fashion department.
1: Hopefully it's not a floral situation. Because Laura Dern likes to do that. Yeah. Joaquin will be buttoned up. Brad's gonna. Oh, he's gonna wear custom brownie. Yeah. He's gonna look stunning. Oh, chef's kiss to him. He will have a tuxedo, full
2: tuxedo on. Oh, he won't yes. be casual like he yeah. was at the SAGs. But I mean, at the SAGs, he looks so beautiful. Love his we, hair
3: slicked back a little I, bit. Is
2: he weird? Is he got extensions?
3: Or why is, do you say that?
1: Well, I don't know.
3: Does it look like he has extensions? I.
1: What was I your even, sense? What was your I bad signal? You, you saw it. the man well, in person I saw him at the person. Sags. No, it,
2: it didn't look like it, but there could be a carefully crafted a few little...
1: A wiglet, A little scene? wigglet type mm. of a situation. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, I didn't
2: honestly, Laurie, like I'm looking at a picture of him because he went from having more hair after the Screen Actors Guild Award to another function where he had more
1: hair and a little bit longer in like a week. Huh? looking at the picture i know i I, I think i think that you could be on to something Lori. obviously he is being assisted in the hair color department he has refreshed his face yes and we say good on you brad thank you for thinking of us us. the little people (laughs) really truly what a giver
2: (laughs) all right listen when we come back We're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, This singer uh, has an explanation for why she talked with an atrocious accent for quite a while. We'll be right back.
1: These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk one zero seven one.
0: So what are you trying to say?
4: Hollywood.
0: Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this?
2: Well, she might be having to cancel concerts, but she Madonna took the stage last night at the Palladium and getting five-star reviews all over the place. Um, although the one thing that people really enjoyed uh, on the eve of Brexit is that she told a little story about, she ran across a, uh, an audio interview of her, and she's like, why the bleep did I talk with that terrible accent? <laughs> I'll tell you why. I blame Guy Ritchie. Why is it his fault?
1: Well, because he made her Try stay to be the English has. Oh,
2: come on. Yeah. I kind of like it that she <laughs> rolled on him, but she's having to cancel. Um, she can't. She switched to flat shoes. She, she's got some kind of a hip thing. She can't do three nights in a row, so she's in advance canceled because uh, she's got like eight shows or something in Paris. So, um, But people are... Um, Loving the show. Just saying it's amazing.
1: Cool. Yeah, really, good. Good Good for Madonna. And, man, we were all dragging you back then, Madonna, for taking on that British accent. At least you have a sense of humor about it in 2020. Here's what the Daily Telegraph said. Pop music is supposed to be weird, sexy, silly, and exciting.
2: Madonna brought all of that more to a thrilling London show. Yay! And The Sun said she put on one of the most extraordinarily physical and emotional concerts in music history.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's quite a stunning review. This
2: show was two and a half hours, and she does high kicks, yoga poses, and the splits. So she is like physically just, whoa. I'm glad to hear she's wearing flats.
1: Well, apparently, Debbie Mazar, her friend, says that she and her new guy are quite lovely together.
2: Oh, well, good. Yes. You know, as soon as the tour is over, that'll be the end of that. But that's her yeah, That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Okay. And keeping up with his absolute brand of. Absolute nonsensicalness, if there's such a word. You just did. You made it up. Yeah. Kanye West. Hmm. Uh, What's he doing? Here's what he has to say. According to the root, Danny McBride uh, said um, he's from Pineapple Express, I guess. Yes, eastbound and down. Yes, he's very funny. Here's what he told The Guardian Kanye West asked me to play him in a movie of his life. What? That was a pretty stunning phone call to get. <laughs> I don't know why he wants me to do it. Maybe the sense of ego I'm able to per- portray. I have no clue. What? He's... I thought at first it'd... Kanye called Danny McBride when he meant Danny Glover. Yeah, really? Anybody <laughs> else? Danny's he's white. Yeah, yeah, but it makes oh, sense in the
1: universe of Kanye.
2: Yeah, I suppose.
1: You know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,. He also, well, here's a thing maybe that Kanye thought about. So Danny McBride is really good at playing people with a lot of ego and That's a, a lack of self-reflection. Because I think that because he just did The Righteous Gemstones, which is yeah. about a family of uh, preachers and televangelists and other people. And so... Hey, you know. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, <laughs> Hollywood does old fashioned,
2: you know, whitewashing. This time, it's but Kanye providing the paint. Ridiculous. Well, it's the nonsensicalness yeah. that makes up Kanye. Oh, By the way, I'm really fed up with this Taylor Swift and Page Six trying to make it a, a thing happen that she didn't perform at the Grammys unless she knew she was going to win.
1: Yes, that's the that's story BS. that's running today because Taylor Swift was with her mom, right? It's a nothing burger, is what yeah. this
2: story is. Ken Ehrlich, um, who produced the Grammys, I believe his version is the true version, and he said they'd been talking about it, but nothing was ever confirmed. So he's like, Yeah, characterizing it as that she pulled out is not true. And I do think that her mom found out about her. Cancer, I love what Taylor's people said. Um, uh, For the record, these statements by anonymous, unidentified sources, Scooter Braun, are uh, absolutely 100% false and laughable. She just didn't go to the Grammys. You guys need to calm down. Scooter Braun
3: didn't say this. What are you blaming him for?
2: I'm just saying he might have been (laughs) one of the little leaks for this uh, nothing burger, but I do like that... uh, (laughs) You guys need to calm down. I give her PR props for people saying that.
1: Well, there was a story earlier this week connecting the threads between Taylor Swift possibly not going forward with her surprise Grammy performance is that it could be read as her... Standing in solidarity with Deborah Dugan, Dugan, the the CEO that was unceremoniously ousted from her job after she filed that complaint. But here's the connection between all of that is that Deborah Dugan accused Joel Katz, the attorney, of sexually harassing her. Joel Katz was one of the lead architects in the deal of Scooter Braun purchasing Big Machine Records and purchasing Taylor well, Swift's music catalog. So staying in solidarity with Deborah on multiple levels. Yeah. So that's a story that I actually believe. I don't believe the other one. No, it's a Grammy nothing burger. It she is, did yeah. not say, I gotta know
2: that I'm gonna win. Nothing to do with that. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sick of these people. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Um, Jim Carrey is uh, giving an interview. It'll be in this Sunday's parade. To promote Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah, which is out February 14th. It sure is. He plays the villain, James uh, Marsden is in it. It looks like a disaster, but it's a kid movie, so maybe it'll do all right. Uh-huh. But he has the second season of his show, Kidding, coming to Showtime um, in a couple weeks. And he has a memoir coming out in May. Well, that would be fascinating to read. Is yeah. he giving
1: us a little tease, a little sneak peek and well, I do,
2: and I love his political art. It's very pointed and funny. And I do like, he does come across as kind of wacky. Like, he lives part-time in Hawaii. He gets up at 5 a.m. and runs nude in the ocean. He's so rich, he probably has his own stretch of beach. Yeah. But it was funny. So here's what he said. Um He said, I get up at five in the morning, I run down the ocean and jump naked into it because before everyone gets up, I'm a streaker, you know, and I love it. I think everyone should be naked in some way, somewhere in nature. It's a very, very, very good feeling.
1: I want to be that rich to have my own strip of beach where I can just run yeah, naked you every know,
2: day. He's the
3: kind of guy that even if it is not his own stretch of beach, he doesn't care. Yeah,
1: well, that's, that's true. true. You know, hey, how
2: you Morning. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Remember when he and Renee Zellweger dated? Yeah And he alluded later that it was like boring. Oh, she was boring? <laughs> it, it was oh. a boring relationship. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, she'll I'll have a good memoir. She's really had a like a... Great dating love life.
1: Who else is she? Oh, well, mm-hmm. the whole Kenny Chesney thing. Uh, Let yeah. us talk about that. That could probably be a whole book in and of itself. Yeah, But Jim, Jim's, Jim Carrey's memoir is coming out in May. May. Yeah,
2: And he said he's a total teetoler. He doesn't. And he says he still makes bad choices. But he's trying to, with his art, take a mixture of pain and intelligence and make a painting out of it. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: Well, you know.
2: Continue. Wasn't she in a movie with him?
1: Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. me, me myself, myself, and, Irene. and Irene. Yeah, Irene. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, the Fairley Brothers movie. Yeah. Well, you know, Jim Carrey's Sonic the Hedgehog, probably not going to do a ton. Although, this is the movie that the trailer was released last year and it was so horrible and so terrifying to look at that the studio pulled it from the release schedule and and went back and spent millions of dollars to redo it. So, you know, maybe there Mm. is uh, a hope there. All right, Gwyneth
2: Paltrow's Goop uh, Netflix show is being slammed by Watchdog for so many phony snake oil charlatan claims in her six episodes. Yeah. That watchdog has just said, you know, and they say that her show is violating the Orange County District Attorney's Office about that she was going to stop making all these claims with people, like getting healed by somebody holding their hands two inches above you. and Yeah. Anyway. Proceed
1: with caution. But she doesn't care. No, she doesn't.
2: No, she doesn't.